welcome to Sweet Spot, where hoteliers check in and we check out what's trending in hotel marketing. I'm your host, Ryan Embry. Hello, everyone. My name is Ryan Embry, host of The Sweet Spot. Thank you so much for joining us. We are having a brand new series here. I am so excited about this. So if you've been following The Sweet Spot before, we've been doing our TMG Hospitality Trailblazers series that's all about the people and hospitality management companies that are pushing our industry forward into the future 2024 and beyond. But I am very excited about our new series that we just launched. And I think we have just the perfect guest and host hotel part of this sweet spot spotlight series so to give you a little bit of background this sweet spot spotlight series are showcasing and highlight some of our industry's most unique and iconic hotels across the nation, across the globe. And I think we have such a fitting guest for our uh, our first ever edition of the Sweet Spot Spotlight Series, Ashish Verma, uh, Senior Vice President of the Luxury Division, Unbound Collection. Ashish, welcome to the Sweet Spot. Thank you so much, Ryan. What an exciting introduction. And uh, to be the first guest with the sweet spot, which definitely hits a sweet spot with me. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we might steal that catchphrase uh, from you there, Ashish. But tell us where you're coming from, because we know that the people make this industry. But this Sweet Spot Spotlight series is all about, again, the most iconic hotels that we have. Uh, where are you joining us from? I'm based in New York. It's my hometown. I'm in the heart of Manhattan. Uh, I was born and raised in India, so a great culture of hospitality. I developed my career with Rover Hotels, one of the finest in luxury hospitality. And then I moved with Hein International, the very best, and I worked with them in India, in France, where I did my highest studies, my MBA in Paris, and worked with Hein again there. And I moved to Pakhai, the original UN Plaza here in New York. Went on to work with a great hotel company, Orient Express, uh, as GM down in New Orleans through Hurricane Katrina and beyond. Returned to New York, my hometown, and I was a GM at Rural. And I've been in charge of the Chapel, New York, and Luxury Division for a little bit over eight years. Your story is the true embodiment of hospitality is, is worldwide, right? And I'm sure you've seen just some incredible places, incredible hotels. So tell us a little bit about this iconic and historic hotel, the Chatwell. This fits the bill of being just a timeless property. Can you give us, you know, we shared your uh, hospitality experience. Share a little bit of history of, of this specific property. Yes, global hospitality, hospitality being global goes hand in hand. There are some great hotels around the world, and we all have a bucket list to experience and travel around the world. And the world has become a little microcosm of our own aspirations. And luxury at the very finest embodies that, expresses that, offers that. And I'm fortunate between Asia, Europe, and the US, we're in New York having experienced some of the best. Where we are now, in the heart of Manhattan, there's a lot of history where the Chapel of New York is. Uh, first, this was called the Great White Way. Electricity first came to New York here, the Great White Way, near the Broadway, near the theaters. It was also called the Club Road. This is where the most iconic clubs are. Our building is an iconic building built by Stanford White, one of the most famous American architects. He built it in 1905, found by Mr. Charles Lamb, a British gentleman who had a club for the Thespians in London, and he wanted to found one here in New York. So this is actually the first Thespian club of America found as Lamb's Club, named after Charles Lamb. The iconic 
Stanford White, who's done Madison Square Garden, some of the most well-recognized landmark buildings across the U.S. The club element is so amazing because we have the most iconic clubs here on the street on 44th. Yale Club, Princeton Club, Harvard Club, Cornell Club. So all the Ivy Clubs are here. The Lambs Club is here. So between the White Way, the Club Road, the historic Stanford White, Lambs Club, next to the theater district, which I call the original art form of New York. What jazz is to New Orleans, what movies are to Hollywood, Broadway theaters is to New York. So we are really in the heart of Manhattan. Wow, it's a fantastic story. And honestly, I'm sure there's so much more just things that have happened at the property that's contributed to its historic nature and what makes it so timeless. You know, I'm curious, at the core of the sweet spot, this really is a hospitality marketing podcast. I'm sure each room in that property, you can tell me a story about Ashish and, and there being some sort of culture and history there. How do you make sure that that's conveyed to your guests when they step on property? Just know how special, even the little that you just shared with me about its history, how that's conveyed to your guests when before they step into the lobby? Well, it starts with marketing. Obviously, we have uh, you know great product, great location, great service and reputation. Uh, we have a very good marketing team between our public relations and marketing uh, website, our company. We make sure our travelers know about the chat wall. Ultimately, I think it's the experience. Once somebody experiences the chat wall, they invariably will return. And they are the right elements too. We're fortunate between the location, the history, the designer architect. When the Lambs Club was changed to be a chat wall hotel, Piri Despont was engaged as interior decorative designer, who's one of the best in the world. He did the 45 Park Lane in London, the Ritz in Paris, Hotel Crillon in Paris, and the Chapel of New York. So we had the best league of luxury hotels. On the suites, what he created, an opportunity for us to highlight luxury, because luxury is more than just the product of the experience per se. It is also what you offer in terms of various elements to experience. And suites accentuate that very much, and theory afforded us that sort of hardware for us to work and embellish. One of the things we talk about on this podcast is the implementation of technology, Ashish. And with such a historic feel to your property, right? It might feel weird having an iPad in a room, right? And you were just talking about the uh, the design of the, the architecture of this building. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's this modern piece of technology there, but some guests might want that a part of the hotel experience. So how do you find that balance there of implementing technology, but also staying true to your roots as a historic and iconic hotel? A very good question, Brian, because the timelessness aspect on design and decor and history applies, but we must evolve with times and context with technology and the convenience and the expectations of our guests and travelers. Towards that, our design is actually art deco, which is timeless to begin with. A bit older demographics find it nostalgic, find it classic and elegant. A bit middle-aged or even younger find it more retro, more chic, more cool, more stylish. So in that sense, we are timeless. Particularly on technology, we have a facility that from your iPads, we have iPads in every accommodation. We have controls for heat, light, and power, even for drapes. We do as much as possible towards being paperless. So on the iPads, we have press readers. So you can you know, choose in various languages or travel from around the world. So we incorporate controls. We incorporate the dimmers. We incorporate the technology to even open the drapes automatically. 
In context with technology, we don't miss the personalization, but absolutely the most convenient, most modern aspect of technology, hand in hand, not substituting personalization, but only complementing. Absolutely. Yeah. You don't want to do anything to take too much away from that guest experience, but enhance it. But I think you're right. It's it's about the guest experience and the expectation, which I'm going to ask you about here in a minute. But you, you mentioned reputation and property, a luxury hotel like the Chatwell, New York. It's it has its reputation. You just hear the name and you know. But you also have to stay in tune with the traveler of today, right? And you have to keep that reputation because there's a lot of other older hotels that might have the reputation but don't have the reputation today. So what are the types of things that you and your team, Ashish, are doing day in and day out at the Chatwell New York to keep that reputation relevant and fresh with new feedback online uh, on like review sites that talk about what that experience is today? Reputation is first hard-earned, so I give credit to my team, which has been working so diligently and passionately. We select very carefully, and then we train and encourage and have a culture of excellence, and never being complacent in the context of what we've achieved. That's history that's behind us. So each year, the glories, the awards, the recognition, the reputation which we have is ultimately, with all acknowledgement and pride, a little bit in the past, so just as of yesterday. So we start afresh. And reinventing ourselves, remaining relevant to the guests is so important. We want to learn as much as possible about our guests. So a guest relations manager, pre-arrival, doing a lot of research on the guest. With 76 keys, out of which 33 are suites, we can really bespoke. I know that word is almost a cliche. Our words can be luxury hospitality in, in, in you know, our side, boutique luxury even more so. But we really understand the guests, their needs, their purpose, whether it's business, whether it's vacation, whether it's special occasion, family members, any likes and dislikes. So towards that, we are constantly reinventing and making sure. Vis-a-vis -vis the competition, we have our strengths, we have our uniqueness. We highlight that consistently. Our location, our suites, some of the key elements which we have is butler service. That's, you know, almost a dying art. But we actually thrive on it. We do a lot of details with our butler services and anticipating. So classic hospitality with all the modern amenities, and we hope that you will keep the competition on their toes. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I love what you said at the very beginning. It almost is kind of like a, a sports analogy in a sense of last season was last season. Let's keep looking ahead. And that's what you need at a property like this, where you're just kind of pushing yourself because you don't want to get too complacent because the historical reputation's there, but it's what you can do right now. And I think that is a, a lost art right now and something we definitely need to take away from this and what we try to share with our, our listeners of really taking a look at your guests and the feedback that they're leaving you, any sort of research that you can do to make a guest stay memorable, right? And and figuring out what likes, dislikes, it seems like you guys are, are checking off all the boxes over there at the Chatwell New York. I wanna talk about setting expectations. You mentioned it before, the guest experience has evolved. We've talked about it, you know, something that was as simple as expectations for breakfast now has completely changed. Some hotels are even saying you gotta call down if you want daily service. I'm wondering, you know, from what I see, you guys are really doubling down on that guest experience and, and personalizing it. You use that word personalization. Um, can you speak a little bit more about what you and your team are doing over there to evolve the guest experience to even greater heights right now? Yes, without giving any trade secrets, right? Right, right. <laughs> That's true. The essence of hospitality is not business per se, right? We are maximizing the guest experience and the results take care of themselves, so to speak. 
So each morning we have a morning meeting. Each arrival we go over, what accommodation is assigned to them, who's traveling, whether they're first time guests or the repeat guests, what are they likes, what are they dislikes. And we make sure that to the detail, we are obsessive about, we say we are OCP, obsessive, compulsive, perfectionists. So here we want to get every accommodation, every guest, without exaggeration, gets a handwritten note. They get amenities at a certain rate level, which will adjust, but we make sure that what we know historically and as much as we can learn is carried out by a guest relations manager, is carried out by our partners and each and every team member. While they are here, we are not just saying you checked in, you got the amenities. There is sort of a consistent interaction with our team. During their stay, we will make sure we check with them how their stay is. And we have certain elements where between the restaurant and our spa, the wellness center, we can interact with them a fair bit. So the concierge, the guest relations manager, the team in the front office, our sales team, myself, we have this constant interaction to keep learning and making sure uh, they are uh, being catered to and we are exceeding their expectations. And those guest touch points are so important, right? You might not be the Chatwell New York on this listening to this podcast, but to be able to go to a guest at different points of their stay, because there are so many places where things could either improve the guest experience or they come across something that kind of challenges them and their, their guest experience from having that perfect stay. Checking on them at different places, whether it's the F&B restaurant, whether obviously we always try to get someone at checkout, but becomes a lot more difficult now with more mobile check-in and check-out with some hotels, but trying to find those personalization, those interactions, definitely, and using that feedback, right, that you're hearing, looking for patterns and trends can definitely set you on a path to improve that guest experience and elevate it as we were talking about there. Now, Ashish, I keep wanting to get back to this because again, Chatwell New York sounds less like a stay and more like an experience. Right. And that's what you and your team are striving to put on for a guest that comes in. And I'm sure when someone books with you, it's not one of those last minute bookings. No, they're getting excited. They're getting excited for this stay and they, they want to experience everything that you have to offer. But you also want to make sure that you're showing them that you get the butler that will come with your room. How do you do that in that pre-booking phase? Right. When people are getting excited about their trip to the Chatwell, New York, how are you making sure that you're showcasing to them everything that your hotel has to offer? Offer. The purpose of our traveler, broadly speaking, in hospitality is business and leisure. There are certain needs a business traveler has and certain needs in leisure. So let's start with leisure, for instance. Our location affords them the proximity to the theaters. We invariably have a partnership with some Broadway shows. Right now, we have a partnership, an exclusive partnership with Neil Diamond's A Beautiful Noise. So when you stay with us, you have access to number of amenities and aspects to be able to enjoy that particular show which comes with certain added amenities on that package, the theater package. Second is wellness. Very few hotels have a proper spa, especially in the heart of Manhattan, and we do. We even have a swimming pool, we have a hot jacuzzi, we have private steam showers and separate treatment room, a state-of-the-art fitness center, and we have a wellness bottle. We understand we can make appointments with a yoga teacher for meditation, for any physical fitness personal trainer. So those bespoke elements are taken by our wellness butlers. We understand that if you're here for fitness, if you're for wellness, if you're for relaxation, we will guide you towards those aspects. The third is culinary. New York is known for that. And we have a beautiful restaurant, Lamb's Club, at the chat. Also, we work with 
the dietary, the dietary guidelines and make sure that we can create that experience for the guests. So constantly understanding the leisure needs, whether it's anniversaries, you know, we'll make sure that's recognized. From the business travelers, there's a lot of efficiency which they expect. So how efficient we are with the check-in, we don't want to spend too much of their time. We provide them certain packages of breakfast and certain conveniences, transportation, so they can conduct their business efficiently. So understanding, preparing. At the arrival stage, a lot of things are implemented. Your question on the pre-arrival, we reach out via emails, we reach out on phones and learn as much as we can. And then the guests are wowed. Sometimes they are booking their stay for their loved ones. So we would execute on their behalf. And then once we learn a little bit more about them, the magic is when they come and see that it's implemented for their stay. Yeah, that's what I was going to follow up question there. Like what type of reaction do you get when, because that, that's not the typical experience, right? Is when you book at a, a property, someone's reaching out to you pre-arrival and, and trying to learn more to make your just stay even more memorable. What, what type of reaction do you get from guests when you do that? So I've personally done that when I have had some executives, some celebrities who reach out to the right people who are making their reservation, if you will, and I'll say, can you tell me a little about your boss? Can you tell me a little about, you know, who you're making the reservation for? So if I have, you know, the daffodils in their rooms or the peonies, which are their favorite flowers, uh, and it's not just champagne, it's the brand which they like. The best of all is when I'm playing Pink Floyd in the background, because that's, you know, the music that the band they like. So between music, the senses, and those choices, implementing that gives me personal joy. Our team is excited and committed towards that. And the guests, you can you know, sense it when you look at their smile and their eyes widen up. The best feeling, Ryan, is when they say, this is home. This is where I belong and I'm going to keep returning. That's the most uh, satisfying compliment we can receive as a team. That is awesome. Yeah, you want you really want to be that mind reader before they even step on property, anticipating the needs prior to a guest even, you know, even saying it. It's absolutely fantastic. And I find it fascinating that micro segmentation that you do between why they're coming here on leisure. Because you're right. You know, we have business and leisure. Maybe talk about the leisure after the pandemic. But you guys at the Chatwell New York are really putting under a microscope of what those two segments are because there are several different leisure aspects to it because you have so much to offer in your location. You want to make sure that that person understands everything that they have when they arrive on property, all the experiences that they can get in the time that that you'll be hosting them. Absolutely fascinating. So before we wrap up, seeing if this is going to catch on with the Spotlight series, just some rapid fire questions to get to know you, Ashish, and, and the property a little bit better. So I worked for several resorts before is I had that one spot, that favorite view on property. It might've been during a time of day, you know, either sundown or sunup. What's that favorite view for you on property at the Chatwell, New York? From the sanctuary suite, we have 14 suites with terraces, some of the largest suites in New York. The sanctuary suite has views of the Manhattan skyline in the north and the east. Uh, I, I think it's a stunning view. They can be our guests who might prefer the views from Zen suite, also the rooftop producer suite. The chapel suite and the garden suites. Great views of the Manhattan skyline. My personal view, the sanctuary suite. I don't have this uh, this question on here, but what's your favorite suite? Sanctuary suite is my favorite, and I suppose it has something to do with the view as well. Well, what about fun fact on the property? I'm sure you've just got a head full of facts as far as everything there is, its history. What's that one fun fact that kind of moves the needle for you? We have, get ready for this, we have 37 nationalities at the chapel from the ethnic background, 
here we're all, of course, we're all Americans. So we have 39 you know, national backgrounds and we have 46 languages spoken amongst the team. Uh, so their history, their background, the great country that we are, the melting pot in New York. So that's a fun fact for me because we are so diverse and so committed as a team. We celebrate a great nation and a great city with all that diversity coming together towards excellence and integrity. Have we had to use all of those languages so far? I don't believe all of them would have been used, uh, but I'm curious now that you asked. But yes, some are used more regularly, of course, uh, within the uh, guest arrival, some perhaps much less. We'll have to do a follow-up on that on, on the next episode there. You, you talked about the cuisine, right? How New York, people might even travel there. Just There's that microcosm of a, of a segment of leisure travel cuisine and dining. What's the favorite signature dish at the Chatwell New York for Ashish? For Ashish, going through the appetizers, the main courses, the best part of the meal personally for me is the dessert. So my signature favorite dish is the chocolate mousse. However, if guests do want to know a good favorite starter of mine, then I'd say the tuna tartare. For the main courses, uh, for lunchtime, I like salmon a lot, uh, grilled salmon. That's excellent. It's a nice uh, vegetables, uh, seasonal vegetables. And then also halibut at dinner time is excellent. The chef's very talented, J.C. Vasquez and Sarah uh, for the lunch uh, and overall team is at a fantastic. But when it comes to desserts, and I want to emphasize on that, being a sweet to end as well, the chocolate food is one, but some other great options. Uh, so you can really have a great meal at the last of the chocolate. Fantastic. I, I don't, I've never put that correlation together. I might have to throw that in there for a new segment there. What about favorite piece of art? This is the last one, but I just, well, I worked at a property that just had these really, really great pieces of art. And I know each one has a story there. What, what's your favorite piece of art on property? We are a historically preserved building. Our facade is a landmark itself. We have many elements, a historic fireplace from 18th century in the restaurant, we have fire mantle in the foyer area. We have a war mural, which is historically preserved. It's dedicated to the war heroes who served that country in World War I and World War II. It's a beautiful library, the original Nascar Library, we restored now called the Stanford White Room. My personal favorite artwork historically is the fire mantle in the fire uh, foyer area of the hotel. So when you arrive at the foyer area before you go up the elevators, it's amazing woodwork and some nice ram heads and a beautiful place for the fire and the mantle where we have a beautiful uh, clock, uh, which works efficiently and it's a classic uh, masterpiece. In addition to that, in the modern era, if you will, uh, after we repositioned the product quite a bit, we created lots of different suites. And the Hollywood suite has my favorite actress of all time, Ingrid Bergman, an artwork I picked up myself of her and we have many other stars in the Hollywood suite. So I'd say Ingrid Bergman in the Hollywood suite and of course the fire mantle in the absolutely fabulous. We, we spent almost a half an hour now talking about this one property and, and we've gone through, you know, so many suites, so many pieces of the, the guest experience and just taking a look at this wealth of knowledge of rich history behind the Chatwell, New York. What's your vision here as, as we hit the halfway mark in 2023? What's your vision for the property in 2024 and beyond? We are very excited as part of Unbound Collection Bahia company, which is so well respected and recognized internationally. The Chatwell New York is poised for greatness. Past is history. The team is very committed, the team is very passionate. We are actually, as we speak, creating two new wellness suites. So I'm really excited about that. 
We have 14 sweet bit terraces. We celebrate the gems, which is ruby, topaz, and emerald. We celebrate the iconic elements of the Chatwall Suite, Zen Suite, Garden Suite. We have uh, three iconic in the front facing north and then a southern exposure with the garden suite and the rooftop is producer and director suite. Wellness is an increasing need of the guest and that's, you know, more and more welcome. And we position ourselves as the only resort in Manhattan. So these two wellness suites are called the Shanti Suite and the Prema Suite, which in Sanskrit means peace and love. Shanti is peace and Prema is love. So I'm really excited. I'm focusing a lot on wellness in the near future, continue to personalize and spoke to guests and make sure across the demographics, we remain the most preferred hotel in the heart of Manhattan. So I'm really looking forward to 2024 to be a record year for us. As we have done in the past, keep our positioning at the very highest with one guest at a time. Absolutely. Well, excited to see and not a detail missed from the theme of the rooms to anticipating the needs of the guests, which we talked a lot about on this this episode as well. Being that you have that wellness butler, maybe me and you, Ashish, need to uh, get a consultation from him after we share uh, the chocolate mousse uh, at, at the Chatwell New York. So uh, Ashish, thank you so much for, for joining me here on, on this podcast. Absolutely love spending some time with you and learning about this property that you can clearly hear the passion and love in your voice when you talk about it. And I'm sure that is expressed to your guests in, in many different ways. So thank you so much for joining the Sweet Spot. Thank you for giving me the opportunity on behalf of the Chat Hall Champions, who I represent, who I'm so proud of. We are honored and we look forward to welcoming you to the Jewel of Manhattan. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you all for uh, listening to the Sweet Spot. We will talk to you next time. To join our loyalty program, be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Sweet Spot is produced by Travel Media Group. Our editor is Brandon Bell with cover art by Barry Gordon. I'm your host, Ryan Embry, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.